from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Hey, do you want to play some really silly shred music? Uh, it's not funny in, in a in a way where there's any sort of victim. It's that thing where you go, <laughs> sweet. It's a permanent smile on my face when I'm playing with this band. It's always just just having a good time. Fun melodic instrumental progressive rock with hints of metal and Nintendo era video game music. That's a lot. A lot of the references people had were like staying up all night drinking Mountain Dew. I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting a boss right now. Yeah, that's exactly. that's uh, a description like, we oh, get. Oh, this part's the boss level. Yeah, 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 of course. I'm Sarah Fenske. The St. Louis band Thorax just released its debut album today. And that may surprise you if you've been a fan of their work. After all, the band first started playing and writing music together 13 years ago. They've played off-Broadway many times, as well as the RFT Music Festival and the Cherokee Street Music Festival. They've even opened for The Sword and Andrew W.K. So what took them so long to release an album? Well, put that aside for a moment and just enjoy the fact that it's here. And that is the band Thorax with the track Galactic Violence. It's from its new album, Solar Rips, their first in 13 years of playing together. And joining us now are two of the band's guitarists, Ryan Wasaba, welcome. Thank you for having us. And Phil Ring, welcome. Hi, thanks for having us. So, Ryan, you guys started this band as something of a side project. Yes. This was for the beloved St. Louis indie rock band, So Many Dynamos. That is correct. And that, you were part of that band. I was part of that band um, up until uh, the year 2009. Um, and we started the band. We actually started it 15 years ago. It's even worse. Wow, my math is bad here. <laughs> um, but we started it in 2007. Um, so Many Dynamos was a really serious band. We were always touring. Um, and so we started this as a, f- a fun side project. Um, but we were never really able to take it extremely seriously because So Many Dynamos was touring all the time. Yeah, you guys were busy. Yeah, we were. Is Uh, that part of why you wanted the side project, something that wasn't quite so serious? Absolutely, yes. And also, there was a functionality to it because we, part of our our touring was, you know, uh, people would do favors for us in other bands by helping us book shows in their city, and then we would try to help them with a show in St. Louis. But So Many Dynamos couldn't play all those shows, so having another band we could put on those shows was sort of a nice... uh, way work around for that. Okay. So sort of a release valve for just how popular so many dynamos was. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Right, yeah. Phil, how did you end up getting involved in this? You were not part of so many dynamos. No, no, no. Uh, I have known Ryan and other parts of the band since we were about 13 years old, yeah. 14 years old. Playing We went to high school together, college together. So we've always had kind of a, a shared affinity for guitar and all those things like that. And 
it kind of came together when when they started putting the idea together for Thorax. It was like, hey, do you want to play some really silly shred music uh, and make that's a the fun- pitch? Really silly <laughs> shred music. Yeah, yeah, yeah essentially, <laughs> it, uh, part of the uh, the writing process initially was, I think, the question was, is this funny? Um, and if it was funny, if it made us laugh as far as a part goes, then it usually made it into a song. So that was uh, that was part of the original kind of pitch for the band. It's like, yeah. It sounds like a great time. So uh, this is kind of an alien idea to me because I'm a word person, <laughs> yeah. and this is an instrumental band. Yes. How does an instrumental band be funny? Um, I don't know. There's a thing, like uh, something I always think about is uh, sometimes if you see like a jazz group play and yeah. somebody, you know, plays something and everyone goes, <laughs> like like there's that kind of thing. And yeah. I think that's sort of there's just something I, I that's I think. Uh, it's not funny in, in a in a way where there's any sort of victim. It's that thing where you go, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a little moment that kind of yeah. seems off kilter in, in a way that's amusing. Right, and there's something about when a guitar, when one guitar goes like, the other one goes, no, 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 at the same time. That's just, it's uh, it's awesome and it's hilarious in a way that's that's kind of hard to explain. But yeah. that's, that's sort of, capturing that was sort of the, uh, the impetus for Thorax. I remember when we, the first time we played together, uh, we kind of had a song written almost as like a, a experiment uh, to see if we could, if this band would make any sense. Yeah. Uh, and everyone kind of learned the song on their own. And I remember we got together uh, when everyone in, in So Many Dynamos was living in a, in a house together. And Phil came over and Kyle came over. We ran through the song. Uh, for the first time, got through it, and afterwards it was over, and we were all just like cracking up. It was, and it was just, and it, but it was also like, all right, we're onto something. This is worth doing. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. And that's all, that was Birthquake. That yeah, was yeah. the song. Well, actually, this is the perfect cue because we were going to play Birthquake <laughs> oh, today. So fun. if you're going to talk about Birthquake and how you're cracking each uh-huh. other up, I want to know how many people out there listening to this are going to end up just laughing really hard to this. <laughs> so let's play Birthquake. This is the first song that Thorax wrote, and this was 15 years ago. Yep. So that is Birthquake. That is the first song from Thorax. They first played it for each other 15 years ago and were laughing hysterically. It is putting a smile on my face. Yeah, great. (laughs) It it, it feels like you're you're kind of um, cracking yourself up with some rock stereotypes here. A little bit, yeah. Well, a a lot of it has been that kind of thing where it's like, the the funny aspect is more so, like, in what kind of way can we, like, make ourselves laugh in a joyous way? Like, the band is just about having... A, a not so serious time with stuff because Dynamos was a very serious band. Mm-hmm. The other side project, or not the, the main project bands with the other members, it's also very serious. So this is kind of a place where those things that we took from the other bands that we were in, 
we can kind of just not worry about this is the serious side of us. Let's just have fun. And in turn, it ends up being serious in its own way. Yeah. But it's still just like it. it's a permanent smile on my face when I'm playing with this band. It's always just a fun time. And whether it's funny in a traditional way or not, this is like it's just having a good time with, with the fun. With and the so music. you're able to carry that over in, in song after song. It wasn't just like you sort of struck lightning on this first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there were um, I, I remember um, uh, the, there were parts of songs. I, I think the band has gotten more serious over the years, and there are. And that's one of the interesting things about the band. It's something that I've kind of run into because I've sort of tried to take the lead on on promoting this because we've worked on it for so long that it's you know like oh I guess we gotta you know try to promote it and do the whole thing where you know the whole modern way of trying to get people to, to hear the stuff. Yeah, and it's the thing that I keep finding interesting is that the way that you would describe the band in sort of traditional sort of press music things makes it sound really uh heady and masculine and it's because i mean technically it's like progressive metal with you know it's just like these with all these hyphenated things that um sound not fun at all and so it's been tricky to get you know um like every time i've submitted us for like for example for like a metal blog review or us or a Spotify playlist it's it's been like no you guys are not it's not heavy well, enough it's not heavy enough it's not it's enough not, it's well, not I, I gotta yeah. tell people how you described yourself in your email to me which oh, which no. caught my nose I, I thought remember. this fun melodic instrumental progressive rock with hints of metal and Nintendo era video game music that's a lot and yeah. honestly it kind of perfectly <laughs> it's, described it's, it yeah I mean did you go into it going we want to riff on that Nintendo video game music Get, yeah, yeah, actually, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge influence on the on the band, and also with some friends of ours that the the Dynamos guys have known for a long time in this band called Bit Brigade, who actually play video game music, literal Nintendo video game music, and it's always just been. We all grew up with it. It's always been kind of in our our DNA as as just like people. So sneaking it in in kind of fun ways has always just been part of the band. So the more video gamey it can be at times, it's like, okay, this this is the sound that works really well yeah. with three guitars, yeah. bass, and, keyboards. And especially with Kyle, our uh, Kyle Work, our synth player, actually both of the uh, clips that you played really heavily featured Kyle uh, and his contribution to the band is uh, great. And uh, yeah. and his, his just that tonal palette of having synth uh, really helps with... Um, Sort of having the the sonic cue of that sort of nostalgic video game yeah. sort of. Um, he's also the consummate gamer in the band, oh, so he yeah, does let us know when we're on a, a right path for uh, that is true. striking the right chord with. A, that's with, with that's the, yeah. very important. Oh yeah, yeah. Are there hey, sort of specific video games that he's like, yeah, this is the one that we're. I, oh, I don't know. He's really into Chrono Trigger. I think yeah, that's Chrono Trigger. But uh, a lot of the classic, you know, SNES, eight bit, sixteen bit games. That's. That's, that's kind of the bread and butter. Yeah, and that for everybody, those those are they have. It's funny enough; those things really work in the in the realm of kind of harmonized guitars mm-hmm. yeah. and things like that, where melodically it makes a lot of sense. So again, coming back to just being fun and and conjuring up kind of video game nostalgia is yeah yeah like it, like sitting. Uh, I I showed it to some people, and and a lot of the references people had were like staying up all night drinking Mountain Dew. I feel like I'm, I'm fighting a boss right now. Yeah, that's exactly. that's uh, a description like, we oh, get. Oh, this part's the boss level. Yeah, 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 of course. So I think sort of the surprising byproduct of these influences and what you guys are trying to do here is it sounds like music that kids would really yeah. enjoy too. Do you find that, that you have some young fans? Yeah, it's been, that's something that 
was kind of unintentional, but I think is the is the result of the fun aspect. Um, uh, but we've noticed that people will bring their kids to our to our shows, like um, uh, not a lot, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but I've never experienced that with any other band I've been in, uh, and I think I'll, I, I think part of that is just sort of the fun element. I, but I think part of it actually is also the instrumental element of it. Um, because, you know, there's no, they don't, you know, I know some parents are still concerned about, you know, what words are the, are my children going to hear or yeah. something like that. But, but I think it's, it also lends a, lends a, a uni- universality? Yeah, universal that is a word. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a five-star I, word right there. Oh, nice. Nice. Go, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, but uh, adds kind of a, it's, it's funny because I think musically not having vocals adds a universalness to it because... You know, one one thing I've always thought is if this band had a singer, like what would they do? It would have to be someone who's who's you know like a Ronnie James Dio like real like singer or someone who's screaming. And I think either way, it would sort of limit what it would limit what it can be, but it would also make it about something because there would be lyrics. Yeah, and I just I just know the lyrics would be dumb. <laughs> yeah, we would not do just, as well with, yeah. with lyrics. It's better without words. Yeah. It's, it's better for something to for a, a song to make you think of fighting a dragon than for somebody to yeah. say it's about fighting a dragon yeah. in the lyrics. It, this is implied here. Yeah. So look, I, I have to ask, because we've talked a lot about the music here, now we just have a few minutes left. Going 15 years mm-hmm. without recording an album for a band that has had this kind of success, it's a little unusual. And I know it's a, a kind of complicated story of a little bit. the twists and turns of this. But, <laughs> but what would you say, uh, what led you to say at this point when you guys were like, yeah, let's do an album. Let's finally do an album. Well, I we were actually about ready. We So... Uh, we we took about four years off uh, because we started in 2007. Um, I left the band So Many Dynamos in 2009, and Thorax kind of ended at that point a little bit. Um, I think we played one show afterwards, but that's not really important. But um, uh, And then, um, you know, uh, I was still friends with them, but just not ready to play shows again. I remember yeah. we actually went to a So Many Dynamos show, and afterwards, Aaron, who's the singer in So Many Dynamos and the rhythm guitarist uh, in <laughs> Thorax. Chair I just feel like it's funny. Chair, chair three, three guitar. guitar. Yes. Uh, one of our jokes is that Phil is first chair lead guitar. I'm second chair lead guitar. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Aaron kind of pitched to me afterwards, hey, why don't we get Thorax back together? And I hadn't thought about it in years. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah. so then, you know, Played a few shows. We actually, I looked, at, I looked it up this morning. We started recording in 2017. So this has been a long yeah, project so, for y'all. Yeah, and I, part of the challenge of it is that you know, just that that fact of coming back to it being a side project yeah. is that um, you know, I, I think your band in life is already kind of your second priority because you have to live and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and you know have a quality of life and do the things that uh, provide for that. And that's very rarely your band yeah. uh, that provides those things. So then having that and then a second priority of the second priority yeah. being sort of your side band. So uh, what took it so long was that we ended up doing about one person's... We didn't record live altogether. We recorded, we pieced it together um, and... It was pretty much one person's part per recording session per song. Wow. So there's six people in the band. There's eight songs. That's 48 recording sessions sneaking in basically on evenings and whenever we could. So that's really why it took so long. I, we, I were mean, about to ready, and we were about ready to pull the trigger on the record. 
in early 2020. And then, and yeah. Then, I guess right. instead of asking what took so long, I should say it is amazing that you guys pulled this off. <laughs> and so so now you're ready to release it to the world. We should share. You're going to have this album release party. This is uh, Friday, May 26th, a week from today. Oh, 27th. Uh, 27th. Sorry. Um, boy, my numbers. Um, <laughs> that's at Off-Broadway. Um, we have details at stlonair.show. And this album is now released to the world. Yes. Uh, you can also find that linked on our website. That album is Solar Rips by the band Thorax. Uh, this is an album 15 years in the making. Ryan Wasaba, thank you so much thank for Thank you so much, us. And Phil Ring, thank you. Thank you for having us. Those are two of the many guitarists of <laughs> Thorax. Let's go out of the show with just a tiny bit more Thorax. This is Dad for a Day. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Kayla Drake, Danny Wissentowski, Emily Woodbury, and Alex Hoyer. The audio engineer is Aaron Dorr, and our intern is Avery Rogers. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.